Welcome to the Fantasy A's Football Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on Twitter or X or whatever your preference is at Fantasy A's Ball. Again, I am solo. Again, it is a prospect podcast. But we have some news to talk about first. First on the list, Mike Trout. Back. He's back, finally. Thank you, Mike Trout, for coming back. Too bad I can't play you in TGFBI till the half week. So, Mike Trout returned from the injured list. Hopefully now the Angels will win some games. Uh, White Sox fired Ken Williams and Rick Hahn. See you. They gone. Too early. That happened 16 seconds ago. <laughs> Literally. Uh, the Mariners signed Luke Weaver. Odd. Emerson Hancock to the 60-day IL. Giants promote Kyle Harrison. He is starting tonight. This is Tuesday night. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, Matthew Libertor placed on the IL. Uh, see ya. Paul DeYoung signed to the Giants. J.D. Martinez also to the IL. Uh, what else do we have here? Wander Franco placed on administrative leave. Everson Pereira and Oswald Praza called up yesterday. So some more prospect call-ups. I think we may actually get to Pereira. Or no, we already talked about him. And then Parker Meadows called up the other day. And the Red Sox called up some Shmomo instead of Sedani Rafael when they put Jaron Duran on the IL. So that makes me sad. That's about it. So let's get to the prospects, shall we? Number 100, outfielder Miguel Blay with the Red Sox came into this season hot, hot, hot. And I was kind of like, yeah, I'm a little tepid on him. I was like, I can see like he's got a nice swing. We'll see what happens. And he had a pretty pretty bad year uh last year i know everyone was all about what he did in complex but even that the swing strike rate was ridiculous so uh, i was a little down on that even but he does have the ronald acuna stance so everybody likes that but his hit tool is not anywhere close to ronald acuna's way too many k's way too much swing and miss big time power though big time speed let's see if he grows into it i'm gonna give him another year before we really decide what to do with him. So 100, kind of a nice little placeholder with a guy with his potential, I think. He's so far away, way too raw right now. Let's see what happens. I had him ranked to 84 before, uh, which is the highest that he was in my rankings. I never had him in my top 50 like a lot of other people. So he's just number 100. Number 99, here's a fun one. Outfielder Kevin Alcantara. This dude is huge, and he's skinny. He needs to get some muscle. He's like a skinny Aaron Judge or something. Like literally six foot six, 188 pounds. I am 5'11, like 175 pounds. So this guy barely has more weight on him than me. And he's six foot six. Like you look at him, he looks like a giraffe. <laughs> but he's wiry. I mean, he's like Ellie De La Cruz, I guess. Like he's wiry. He can grow into more. Uh, my comp for him is a righty Sean Green with more swing and miss. He's 20 years old. He's got power. It's gonna when, once he fills out more, there should be more power. So swing's pretty raw. It's a little loopy. A lot of swing and miss, but he crushes it when he connects. It's a lot of upside there. He also has above average wheels, so keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, righty Sean Green could also be bust. I guess just be Aristides Aquino to bring back a name, a guy who had a 15 minutes of fame, baseball fame. So Kevin Alcantara last year hit 273, 360, 451, 15 homers, and 14 steals. This year, he is slugging 
263-313-424 as of today with nine homers and 13 steals. So he has not hit a home run or gotten a steal since I wrote my article. Alcantara, come on, you're making me look bad. But um, no, I mean, there's a lot to project here. That's why he's 99. There's a lot. He like he could be a top guy at some point. He could be up there with like the CESs and stuff like that in a couple of years. But um, there's a lot of loopiness to this. Like I said, like there's a high percent chance of failure with this one. It's not all a chance of success. Number 98, starting pitcher Takoa Roby with the Cardinals. My ETA for him is 2024. Did I give an ETA for Alcantara? It's 2025. Blay, 2026, if ever. I know I had 2025 in my article, but not good year for him. So Takoa Roby uh, traded to the Cardinals from the Rangers in the Jordan Montgomery trade. He hasn't pitched yet. He's hurt. I know the Cardinals are hoping that he's going to make some appearances before the end of the season. Um, I don't know. The shoulder injuries make me a little nervous as a Cardinals fan, but he looked good. 2022, 104 and two-thirds innings pitched, 20.5% K-walk, 464 ERA, 124 whip. This season, before the injuries, 46 and a third, 19 and a half K-walk, 505 ERA, 132 whip in double A. I would ignore some of those like ERA metrics and stuff like that. He had a 350 Babbitt this season, and his left on base rate was only like 60%, so a lot of bad luck. XFIP had went like 395. So ERA, you can kind of ignore some of that. My confirm is Jose Barrios. Prime skills, he's got four-plus pitches, above-average command. Knows how to mix his pitches in. He's got a 95-mile-per-hour heater and then likes to go down low with the curve, which is his best pitch. Um, like I said, he's had a couple shoulder injuries now, so there is some reliever risk here, which scares me with him. But there's higher upside. He could be a number three starter, maybe, if he works out to it. I mean, Jose Barrios. So Number 97, starting pitcher Ty Matta with the Tigers. ETA 2024. Earlier in the season, I thought there's a chance he was going to come this year even. He's been pretty good, but the Tigers have, I guess, a lot of pitching depth. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe he was going to come up if they could have traded, if they could have figured out Erod going away. Maybe he would have come up. I don't really know. Uh, last year in double A, uh, he, he pitched high A and double A last year, but in double A, 35 and two thirds, 26.1% K minus walk rate, 278 ERA, 112 whip. This year in double A, even better. Um, Madden, by the way, he he came from, I think he was a Texas Longhorn, second round pick. So he's got some pedigree here, this kid. But this year, 93 innings pitched, 17.1 K minus walk, uh, 137 whip, and 377 ERA. So the swinging strike rate, still 14%. Pretty good at double A for Mr. Ty Madden. My comp to him is Jack Flaherty. Four quality pitches, including fastball, with really nice ride that he likes to burn guys with high in the zone. Killer slider, that's why I get the flirty comp. Tunnels the fastball well, well with it, and a curve that is best used down in the zone. Just like Jack. Changeup is also solid against righties. Stuff is really sharp. Um, I don't know. He, What's going to happen with this rotation next year? Like, Is he going to join it? Is Mize going to be back first? I guess we'll see. We won't know until we come into the season. They have Olsen, they've got Wentz, they've got uh, Manning and Skubal and Erod. So we'll see what happens. Number 96, catcher Dalton rushing with the Dodgers, ETA 2024. 
I have never really been as high on rushing as many other people. My previous rank with him is 86. By the way, my previous rank with Madden is 75. And I didn't move him down because I think he's not good. It's more just there's a lot of guys that just moved ahead of him that I like better, uh, especially with the draft. So don't hold that against Ty Madden. But catcher Dalton rushing, previous rank 86. Now he's 96, moved down 10 spots. My comp is Dalton Varsho without the base running ability. Stout kid, quick hands, nice lefty pull, great plate discipline with an average hit tool. I think he does move off of the catcher position, so the value won't be as high. Hence, Dalton Varsho comp. Um, so he's probably an outfielder. He's too old for the level he's playing at right now. So that also gets me a little bit. He is... Oh, and for some reason in the article, sorry about that if you're reading along, but I forgot to put his age in the article. But we have a 22-year-old here at high A. So he is a little old for that level. But he's hitting 220-401-408. So very good on-base skills there. 19% walk rate. Um, with nine homers and one steal. So Varsho without the speed. That's all in rushing. Number 95, starting pitcher Brock Porter with the Rangers. ETA is 2025. Here we got a 20-year-old. My comp for him is Sandy Alcantara. He was a first-round pick from the Rangers. I think he's a comp-round pick. Uh, prime skills, slider, and fastball are pure filth, triple-digit heat. Circle changeup is graded out as a 70 pitch. Um, get, he'll get a lot of strike three calls on that one. Uh, he has run into some control problems at low A. He started off really hot this year and has kind of tailed off some. Some of that might be just him wearing down. Uh, he was an honorable mention for me last time out, so he wasn't in my top 100, but I did mention him. And part of him not being in there last time is just his age. Young kid, just turned 20. So this season at A-ball, 61 in a third innings, 16% K minus walk, 124 whip, 249 ERA, with almost a 15% swing strike rate. So I like Porter a lot. Uh, talked about control problems. We said 16% K minus walk rate. Guess what? His walk rate is still 15.6%. <laughs> so dude is striking out 12 per nine, but walking six per nine. That is the problem with him. He does. He has been pretty good about avoiding homers, though. So, Brock Porter, number 95. Number 94, our second Tiger of the day, Justin Henry Malloy, third baseman slash outfielder. I guess because Colt Keith, he probably will move into the outfield. I do not know how he's not up yet. I have his ETAs 2023. He, I thought he was coming up in, like, May or June, if you listen to my pod regularly. You would know that. Like, I really just don't understand. Um, he's ready. He's really quite good. Uh, my comp for him is a righty Lars Newbar with less power and more speed. I also heard someone else comp him to Nick Markakis, which I thought was great. Prime skills. I think he's not going to be a superstar, but he tons of OVP. So he's going to be a beast in points leagues. He's on base machine right here. Solid hit tool too. Slightly above average power. So he's almost like a James Loney type with better on base skills. Should be up in the near future. Um, I don't know. Let's see. When is he going to come? When is he going to come? So, JHM right now rocking to a 281, 417, 469 triple slash. 18 homers, 4 steals, 18% walk rate. Um, his zone contact rate at the time of me writing the article is 82.6. Chase rate is only 18%. That's insane. Barrel rate, 7%. So, he's got a great eye. JHM. He's going to be a decent points leagues. So 
I like him for points leagues. Number 93, here's a guy we've seen, starting pitcher Lion Richardson with the Reds. I didn't know he was coming up yet when I wrote this. So I had his ETA's 2024. He came up, obviously didn't fare well, went back down. So probably we, I don't know, we might not see him back again until 2024 now. Um, he was not ready. He needed more reps at AAA. They brought him up too early. My confirm is a righty Carlos Rodon light. Like not as good as Rodon, but like a light comparison. Age is 23. He's coming off TJ. Seeing uptick in Velo. He's hitting 97 now. Or he he, his, he was throwing 97. Now he's throwing 99. He's got a solid curve and change up. Uh, lackluster slider. And he's got a cool name, of course. So he is coming off the TJ. So that is limiting his inning some. He did not pitch in 2022. This year so far, he's pitched from A-ball all the way up to the major league level. A-ball rocked it. There's not even a point to read that. Double-A, 46 innings, 19.1K minus walk, 215 ERA, 124 whip. And triple-A, he has 10 innings now, 26.8% K minus walk, 18.3% swing strike rate in those those 10 innings, by the way. It's insane. Uh, Walking too many guys, triple-A. And the major leagues, he's walking almost a 20% clip in his three innings. So, I mean, three innings, small sample size, whatever. But he is coming off TJ, so this is something that should be able to improve next year with more rest. Uh, AAA, 360 RA, 120 whip. He got rocked in the majors. No point in reading that. Um, so, Lion Richardson, still named watch for next year, I think, in the Reds rotation. Number 92, shortstop Marco Luciano with the Giants. Another dude that we saw come up prematurely this year. I have his ETA is 2024. Obviously, he came up. Um, Luciano, 21 years old. My comp for him is Eugenio Suarez. My previous rank for him was 69. Now I've got him at 92. So that just goes to show how many of these guys are moving past him and some of these also, also these guys who were drafted this year. So Luciano powers legit, mostly from the pull side at this point, projecting out for a strong year, but he got hurt, obviously, at the minor league level. K rate progressed out. Uh, from year over year for the last year, potential 30 run, 30 homer bat from shortstop, but he's probably going to be a third baseman. I think uh, when he came up, he was playing third, not short. And Schmidt, I think, was playing short. So maybe he did play some short. I can't remember anymore. But anyway, I don't know if he's going to come back up this year. I guess we'll see. He only played in four games. Here is what he is doing this year in Double A. He hit 228, 339, 450 with 11 homers and six steals. It's like, eh, okay. Triple A, 244, um, 322 with two homers and zero steals. That's good for a 75 plus. Not great. Major leagues, he struck out way too much. He had 12 at-bats. Let's see how many times he struck out. Making for great listening. If I can find strikeouts on fan graphs. I cannot... So never mind. But he had a 41% K percentage. Oh, here we go. Five strikeouts and 11 at-bats. Awesome. That's Marco Luciano in a nutshell. Power, Ks. That's about it. And he plays shortstop, so that's nice. Number 91, outfielder Sebastian Walcott, everybody's new favorite toy. Rangers, ETA, 2026. 17-year-old. He's in complex league. Um... I don't know. He's 17. So, dude is six foot four, 190. 
as a shortstop as a 17 year old, which is insane. I wish I had that kind of genes, <laughs> genetic makeup. Uh, I think he's done. I think complex is done. He hit 283, 336, 543 with seven homers and nine steals. Uh, my confirm is Fernando Tatis Jr. Light, similar build, similar swing. Super Raw is a 17-year-old kid. Uh, Tatis was also kind of like a lower-ranked prospect for a minute. So, and kind of came out of nowhere once he got traded from the Sox. So, Super Raw, uh, we'll see what happens with Walcott, outfielder. So, well, he's shortstop, outfield. Probably long-term outfielder, just like Tatis. Number 90, starting pitcher Carlos F. Rodriguez with the Brewers. I have talked about him before. He had he was ranked 78 last time, so he's down 12 spots. Um, dude just has a – he throws a kitchen sink. He does not have velo. He's small. My my confirm is Marcus Stroman. Yep, yep. Every, make every small pitcher Marcus Stroman. That is, that is the rule with starting pitcher comps. Um, but – he just reminds me a lot of him. He has, he has about similar velocity, similar type pitching. Age 21, low average fastball, three above average breaking pitches that he locates well, climbing up fast. So he's 21, but he's in double A. He's only six foot. So he is taller than Sherman. Sherman's like 5'8 or something like that. So he does have that on him. But get this, in double A, he has over 100 innings pitched this year. So he's building the workload. 103rd innings pitched the most that I've talked about of any of these pitchers so far. 18.7 K minus walk, 15.2 swinging strike rate, uh, 251 ERA, and a 111 whip. That is excellent. And he's on the Brewers, too. The Brewers are awesome at developing pitchers. So that's a double bonus right there. Carlos F. Rodriguez. Keep that name in mind as kind of like a underrated number three, number four type who comes out of nowhere and puts up some good seats. Number 89, starting pitcher Christian Mena with the White Sox. My ETA frame is also next year, 2024, just like Carlos Rodriguez. Previous rank is 66 for Mena, so he is down quite a bit. Um, mostly, I just like other guys better now. And his video sucks. It's hard to watch. Like, there's just not much good video. The White Sox, like, no wonder this team's a train wreck. They don't even get a good video of their prospects. So, Mena, my confirm is a mini Joe Musgrove. Prime skills, killer curve, increased fastball velocity. He's a 20-year-old at double-A, so that's always awesome. Nice K numbers there as well. Um, ignore the ERA. Babbitt and left-down base percent is ridiculously bad. This season, and he has more innings pitched than Rodriguez. Uh, so, Mena, this season, as I pull up his stats to date instead of when I wrote the article, 108 innings pitched. 16.3% K minus walk, 16.4% swinging strike rate. As a 20-year-old at the Blay, that's bananas. 43 ERA, 137 whip. And, yep, he walks a lot of guys, 11.6% walk rate. Not as bad as Lion, but still pretty bad. But he is a 20-year-old at double A. And he was a 19-year-old last year at double A. So he's going to be a triple A next year starting the season. He'll be able to get that control together, and then hopefully he'll be in the pros. Um that's his main thing. Just get those walks down because he strikes guys out. He's got good swing strike rate. He could work the pitches better. Like the pitch mix is not great. That might be a White Sox thing. The White Sox just, like I said, fired all their crappy front office people. So maybe that'll help him next year. Uh, hopefully for the White Sox fans out there. Um, number 88, outfielder Emmanuel Rodriguez with the Twins. 
A lot of people know this guy. Big time power, big time potential here. ETA for E Rod, number two. E Rod, the hitter, number two. Uh, ETA is 2025. He's a 20 year old at high A. The upside could be Rafael Devers, um, but he is trending toward being maybe more of a Miguel Sano because strikeouts are way too high. Even though he has a great eye, great eye, just like Sano too. Great eye, insane power, tennis speed mixed in, quick hands, just way too many Ks. He's got to cut down those strikeouts if he's going to get up higher in my rankings. And let me read the stats of this young man right here. And by the way, he's not that tall either. He's a lefty, 5'10", 210. So that's kind of helps with that Devers comp. Uh, big boy. Big, big short boy. 227 average, 390 OBP, 441 slug, 15 homers, 15 steals, 74 runs. So he walks a lot, K's a lot, homers a lot, steals some bags. Um, yeah, three true outcome. Boom, boom, boom. Let's fix that. Number 87, catcher Kyle Teal with the Red Sox. This dude is going to move fast, I think, actually. Uh, Red Sox, ETA, 2025. He might be up in 2024, the way that they're moving with him right now. So Kyle Teal, age 21. My conference, Andy Rodriguez. He's an athletic catcher. Uh, big hit tool. Get some comps to JT Real Muto. But I think he is more of a high average hitter who will get on base. Um, and he probably won't have the power speed threat of Real Muto. So I'd keep that in mind for like fantasy. Um, across the board, solid hitter though. Should maintain primary catcher duties. He's a good defensive catcher. And started out in high A. So could be up pretty early. High A, 29 ABs. So small sample size. 414, 514, 483. No homers and no steals yet. So like I said, that JT Real, Real Muto comp, I'm not really buying that. Maybe young JT Real Muto. I think Andy Rodriguez is more what we're looking at here. He's going to be a high hit tool uh, type catcher, athletic guy. He will get, not to say he won't get power and speed, but I don't think he's going to be putting up 2020 seasons. Maybe like 10-10 or 15-10 or something. Number 86, starting pitcher, Jared Jones with the Pirates. ETA 2024, we got a 21-year-old here. Comp, Lance McCullers Jr. Dude even looks like Lance McCullers Jr. Like, this is like... Glass now and uh, Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy or whatever his name is. Like they look so much alike. Um, gets a ton of whiffs, primarily riding his fastball slider combo, just like McCullers. Could work on limiting the walks. I know McCullers has the big curve too, though. Uh, but could be a number three for Pittsburgh long term. Pretty easy. He has some higher heat, averaging 96, 97 with the fastball. Gets hit pretty hard for some reason, though. Runs a high Babbitt, kind of like McCullers. So Jared Jones. I get the McClure's vibes where like he's going to have some seasons and some stretches where he's like a number two starter. And then the rest of the time he's going to be a number four starter. Hopefully he's not hurt like McClure's too. Um, but dude at double A this season, 44 innings pitch, 17.3 K minus walk, 223 ERA, 108 width. Amazing. Triple A, 48 innings pitch, 20.1% K minus walk. So K minus walk is actually up. Ks are up. Walks are also slightly up. 141 width though. Ooh. Getting hit hard, like I said, 540 ERA, BABIP 364. That's going to course correct some. Like his XFIP is 413. So 540 ERA, that's not real. Uh, he also is giving up a decent amount of um, hits with men on base, 64% left on base. So that's Jared Jones.
Number 85, Noah Schultz. A lot of people have Schultz ranked higher than me. So Schultz, um, I kind of wanted to rank him higher a little bit, but I like a lot of the other younger pitchers better just because I've seen them more, I think. Not necessarily. I think they're going to be a better starter because when you hear the comp, you're going to be like, whoa, why is he only 85? Um, but he's only an A-ball. And a lot of things can go wrong for a pitcher between A-ball and the majors. So that is kind of why he's where he is in my rankings. So Noah Schultz, White Sox, ETA 2026. Hopefully the White Sox get this front office figured out before Mena and Schultz and these guys start coming up. Um, age 19, comp is Randy Johnson. Yeah, that's right. So Noah Schultz is six foot nine. He's a lefty, 220 pounds. Get the Randy Johnson comp now? I think so. Uh, at A-ball, he has 27 innings in 10 starts, so he's only averaging two or three innings a start. 30.8% K-walk, uh, 133 ERA, and a .85 whip. So he's doing awesome, right? White Sox are being super careful with him. I'm surprised he's not on the high in high A right now. Uh, I think he got hurt. I think he's on the IL right now with a shoulder injury. So that is a thing too. So he's only 19. And he's already six foot nine or whatever. He could be one of the bigger players in baseball history by the time he gets to the majors. We'll see if he's still growing or not. His pinpoint command right now, obviously at the point eighty five wit. It's incredible to see this guy. Uh, I think you know. Chris Sale, he gets he gets comped also for Chris Sale and Nick Little because the slider. Um, getting Tink Hintz treatment though, so we'll see. He will probably move up these rankings if he stays healthy and performs well at higher levels. If he has injuries or runs into problems because of his size and control later, then he's going to go down. That's just why I have him where I have him. And I've got him tag teamed here with number 84, starting pitcher Noble Meyer, who's just drafted. Uh, I have Meyer higher mostly because pedigree sake, first round pick, high first round pick. My confirms Logan Gilbert, age 18, big fastball, can hit 100 miles per hour. Uh, fastball slider combo are the calling card, known for impeccable command. Um, high school pitchers are always a crapshoot, just like Schultz, right? Schultz was a high school pitcher last year. These guys are kind of on the same track. One might say Schultz is a year ahead of Noble Meyer. But Schultz only pitched 30 innings in the minors. So I wouldn't say he's a full year ahead. Um, Noble Myers already in A-ball. So they're at the same level. Pitched three innings. So no point in even re reading the stats for three innings. But there you go. Noah Schultz and Noble Meyer, 84 and 85. And number 83, interesting guy. Daniel Espino, a guy who I thought like a couple of years ago would be no longer be a prospect, but he keeps getting hurt, unfortunately. Hit TJ, I think, and then now he's got this shoulder injury out for the season. Didn't pitch all this year, but he's just so freaking good. He's 21. My comp for him is an injured Pedro Martinez. And then I also say, hopefully, he's not Alex Reyes. Right now, he is trending toward Alex Reyes. I said that before the injury, literally before the shoulder injury that put him out for this season. I said that because of last year's injury. Kind of stays the same thing. Is he going to be Alex Trace or is he going to be Pedro Martinez? It could be one or the other. Double A in 2022, he pitched only 18 in the third inning, but a 45.6% K-minus walk rate, 245 ERA, 0.71 whip. The fastball is almost unhittable. Like, it has insane vertical ride. Best pitch, probably, in baseball. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It might literally might be the best pitch in the major leagues right when he comes up. 
Love the slider and the curve. Three plus plus pitches. He led my F stuff leaderboard last year. Uh, if he just can be healthy, like if he could just pitch like 80 innings or something next year, I don't know. He, if he proves he's healthy in spring, I don't know what would be stopping the Guardians from calling him up some super early next year because he's 21 and he's been injured. So why waste more bullets in the minors at this point? That's my thoughts on Daniel Espino. And he's just so good. I have to put him above these young guys like Meyer and Schultz where anything could go wrong. Number 82, outfielder Andy Pajes with the Dodgers. He probably would have been up this year if he didn't get hurt. ETA is 2024. He, like I said, he got hurt pretty early in the season, looking good at double A. And thought he, I think right when he got called up to triple A before he even played, he got hurt. So that's great. Age 22, double A stats last year 236, 336, 468, 26 homers and six steals. This year, 284, 434, 95 with three homers and seven steals. My conference is a smaller Pete Alonso, uh, prime. Prime skills, big-time power, a little bit of speed, great eye at the plate. Hit tools lacking. Numbers could look like a righty James Outman at the end of the day. So hit tool is what could be boom or bust for Pajes. If he gets a hit tool enough to hit all his, with all his power, then he could be mini Pete Alonso. If he strikes out too much, then he's just James Outman, more or less. My rank for him was 63 before the um, last ranking, but obviously got hurt, so... Down to 82. Number 81, starting pitcher, Wilkelman Gonzalez with the Red Sox. ETA is 2024. Here's another young dude in double A. 21-year-old at double A. My comp for him is Freddie Peralta. Really nice fastball slider combo. Well above average changeup as well. Hits 95 with the fastball. Pounds into the zone. Strikeout stuff. Walks have also increased this year, though. He is was 20, just turned 21 at double A. So he's ahead of the curve. Uh... He's got some walk problems. That's the only thing, really, you can say bad about Wilkeman right now. So let me read you his stats. His name is Wilk Olman, like W-I-K-E-L, Man Gonzalez, if you're trying to search for him, by the way. So Wilkeman, he has at high A this year, 63 innings, 22.6K minus walk. Uh, 514 ERA and 144 whip. Ooh, yeah, 15% walk rate. That's why. Still almost struck out 16% of guys. Now in double A, 29 innings. He has much improved the, the way that guys are hitting against him. Basically, this is a Babbitt equation, this whip, when you hear it. So he's got about an 18% K minus walk. 307 ERA, 123 whip. You say, oh, the walks are down. Nope. He's still walking for 15% of guys. But his BABIP went down from high A. It was 352 BABIP. Now it's 254. Um, I don't know. He's got to control the walks just like some of these other guys we talked about. Mena and um, basically everybody but Carlos Rodriguez to, to this point. Bad walk rate. But, you know, he's young at the level. Um, could be up next year. Looks good. Number 80, outfielder Chase Davis with the Cardinals, ETA 2025. A lot of people think Chase Davis was one of the better hitters in the draft uh, for this latest draft. Why the Cardinals have him at A ball, I have no idea. He's not been playing very well there. Basically, just all walks and strikeouts. So I don't know. A lot of these guys have that are drafted in college have a problem at A ball because you have crappy umpires at A ball. 
Uh, I don't know if that's a part of it because he's not hitting well. 203, 362, 243. I'm just going to assume because his college stats were off the chain. Off the chain, man. I'm just going to assume that this is like a – he's working on something because it seems like he's just like walking, striking out, or it's just the umps are very, very crappy. So I'm not going to really look too much into these stats right now. And he also just had a really long college season. My comp is Carlos Gonzalez without the steals. So everybody said during the draft, I'll just roll with that. Uh, solid hit tool, good plate skills, 25 to 30 homer potential from a corner outfield spot. Um, likely very limited steals, though, like Cargo. Uh, we'll see what happens. He was not ranked because he was just drafted. So we'll, we'll see if he can turn this around, Mr. Chase Davis. Number 79, second baseman, Tumar Johnson with the Pirates. ETA 2025, uh, amazing plate skills for his age. Super raw right now, despite the plate skills. Contact, power, speed, have a lot of room to grow, though. Um, pretty tantalizing. He's so, he, he's just very, this dude is just very raw. Age 19, he's at high A. He was at one of the top picks in last year's draft, I want to say. Yeah, last year's draft. Uh, my confirm is a short Jason Kipnis. Might have some Dozier-esque or Brandon Phillips-esque seasons. Uh, at the dish, kind of looks like a lefty Altuve. Just small dude, you know, they have the Altuve stance a lot of the time, like, for increased power. So power's been surprisingly above average at the level for his age. My rank for him last time was 77, now I've got him at 79. So he's pretty much in the same range, despite a lot of people coming in who were drafted from the last time. So Tamar Johnson at a ball this season, 244, 419, 448. You see that OBP sticking out 13 homers, seven home uh, seven seals, a high a 222, 364, 444 with four homers, one steal. So again, 364 OBP, just a lot of OBP 17 homers though for a 19 year old. That's pretty solid. So, and, and the second baseman. So we're seeing some power out of this bat here for tomorrow. I like that. Number 78, kind of an underrated guy here. Second baseman slash outfielder, Joey Loperfito with the Astros. ETA is 2024. Thought he had a shot at coming up this year. Age 24. My confirm is Christian Yelich without the peak years. So like maybe like today's Yelich is going to be his peak. Or, yeah, or last season's Yelich. Um, prime skills, he's got all fields, gap power, hits oppo tacos, good bat speed, good speed to go along with the hit tool, very good plate skills. He is old for the level, though, 24-year-old, still playing in double-A. Um, hits the ball on the ground way too often, though, so maybe is that why they sell him in double-A, trying to get him to hit the ball in there? I don't really know. Maybe they're trying to get him to build some muscle. So if he did, he could you know, put some weight on that body. He could get closer to 25, 30 homer power, I think. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, I'm really surprised that he's still at double-A, to be quite honest. So his stats to date as I pull him up, so you're not listening to old stats. Oh, he was brought up to triple-A very recently. He's played six games there. I completely missed that one. So double-A this season, 296, 392, 548, triple slash. That's amazing, right? Yeah, but then you see he's 24, and you're like, ah, 19 homers and 20 steals. At AAA, 235, 409, 471. So the OBP is still sticking around. It's only 22 at bat. So small sample size here, folks. Uh, but the ISO is still there. Everything's looking good. One homer, one steal so far in AAA. So go Joey Joe. He could come up this season to help this team off the bench. 
Next is number 77, outfielder Gabriel Gonzalez with the Mariners. ETA, 2025. This is a kid I like. 19-year-old. My confirm is a shorter Marcelo Zuna. Hopefully he's not an a-hole <laughs> like some people. Prime skills. Kid has a killer hit tool. Develop, developing above average power, semi-decent semi speed. He's flying up the minors as a 19-year-old at high A now. Good eye. Doesn't strike out much. Also doesn't walk as much as I would like, though. And he's a big kid. He's growing into some power. Got a natural hit tool. So hopefully he'll work on staying in shape, getting into better shape, not being Marcelo Zuna, you know, even though he kind of looks like that right now. So he's young for the level. Let me read off his statistics for y'all. And by the way, he's a Gonzalez with Z's, not Gonzalez with an S. So if you're searching for him, keep that in mind. Uh, at A-ball this season, three four, in 335 PAs, 348, 403, 530. So just completely destroyed A-ball. Nine homers, eight steals. 148 WRC+. Plus. Now at high A, he's young there. 188 average, 260 OBP, 393 slug. Now, he has a 177 BABIP at high A. 177 BABIP. So he's been very, very unlucky. I don't really care. He's going to probably repeat high A to start the season next year, and it'll be fine as a 20-year-old. If he rakes for a month or two, then he'll be up in double A. So I'm not really too concerned about poor Babbitt. Poor luck. But that's Gabriel Gonzalez. I like him. He was unranked last time. Last guy we are going to talk about in this podcast, number 76, a guy in the major leagues right now, outfielder Sal Frelick with the Brewers. ETA this year. I thought he was coming up at the beginning of the year. Even. I thought he was better than Joey Weimer. So why it took so long, you know, Go figure. Mike Conference, Stephen Kwan, 23-year-old. Basically a mini Kwan, above average contact skills, really great discipline, below average power, but decent, above average speed. Uh, gets hits all over the place. So I think upside, you're probably looking at 10 homers, 25 steals with a 285 average. Basically, like I said, Stephen Kwan. My previous rank is 57. Um, it's lower just for waiting for him to come up, really, more or less. So he's in the majors now uh, at AAA. He was not having the best season, but he had some injuries earlier in the season. Contact rates were still insane in AAA. If you want to read all the stats, you can look over on the website at friends with fantasy benefits as you follow along. But at the MLB level right now, he is hitting 250, 388. So got to love that. That's a hundred at bats, 388 OBP, 421 slug. And that's with a 258 bat too. If you normalize his bat to 300 or with his speed, even 320, you're looking at like a 450 on base guy almost. Um, so, you know, Quan, Nimmo, Newpart territory here. Like, this is a really good player. More walks than Ks at the majors. 18% walk rate, 14% K rate. 171 ISO as well. Like I said, he hits the ball over the place. So he's kind of more like a gap hitter, like a doubles guy than homer guy. But he's got three homers and five steals. So you pace that out over a season, that's... Basically what I said, it's like 12 homers and 25 steals or whatever. So really good player here in South Relic. I like him a lot. Not a superstar, but this is a guy that anyone would want on their team leading off. Um, also, some of these stats are insane. Uh, his, his zone contact rate is 92.6. His contact rate is 86. Chase rate is 30.4. It's actually kind of high. Swing strike rate is only 5.5. Insane. Um, doesn't hit the ball hard, though, in barrels right now. But he... 
he has the ability to hit doubles. Like he, he gets it over that infielder's head and he can run into a double because uh, of speed. So I like Frelick a lot. And that is going to leave us at number 76. So that is our top 100 through 76 for this podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to read along and skip ahead and check out all the other guys, you can look on Friends of Fantasy Benefits. The article is up over there. And if you enjoy my content, please give me a follow on the X at Fantasy Ace Ball. And please also subscribe to the podcast and rate and review the podcast. It helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. Thanks. Peace out. See you next time.